What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. I'm sorry, Nick from kindoffunny.com. You have a question already? Thank you, Greg. I have I, now a long time ago, you told me that when you and I moved in together, we could get the Chandler Bing uh, slash Joey Tribbiani chairs that they had for friends. And now I see that yeah. Sean has them, and I'm very, very, very like jealous of these things. Um, I mean, you can say that, but of course, Tim has them too. Like, we're just behind the times here with our couches. And, no, Tim has Tim has like all, I mean, all literally the entire cast of Friends and some of the Ray Romano. Cast, like, everybody loves Raymond cast. <laughs> yeah. Fit in Tim's little. I just want what, you and me be able to hold hands, share popcorn. You just want some. You just want some brown out chairs back there. Yeah, I want to Ray Romano and the cast of Friends. Sean, does, I like how I, I like how I started yelling as if Sean. Oh, they're motorized. Oh, they're mobilized. mobilized. Time to go mobile. Yeah. Ooh, uh, that's exactly what that's exactly what it. Tim has. So I have a full counter in my room. I have the streaming stuff here, and I have a TV on the other side. Okay. But watch this. This is the secret. Watch this. If you're an audio listener, he's in a chair hitting buttons. Oh, uh-huh. it oh, has oh, the extra oh. adjustment for the neck thing. So you don't, you don't, have, neck to, you don't have to use your there time. too. This yeah, is the I, first step toward Wally. I just want everyone to know Wally. that. Wally. That's true. That is the forever. first step to Wally. Forever. That's for I y'all. Want, I want you to know that uh, I thought his secret was going to be he just falls asleep. I Me thought too. he was going to fall asleep, just be there for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> amazing. Let's like, not, right? not come back. Professional. <laughs> of course, the man in the chair is none other than Game Attack, Sean Bowman. Hey. Hey, I like, hey. I like, I like, I like the stream stuff. Uh, you know, it's it's hard coming on the show after completionist. I I like, I used to upload his videos as an intern to websites. So like, uh, screw attack, right? Yeah, yeah. Tim, Tim was like the other. I think last week he tweeted. He was like the the stellar lineup of amazing creators continues with completionist, and I was just like. Oh, that's too bad. It's got to end. We're taking a small little break with you here. You know, we'll, next week we'll get back to some real shit. You know what I mean? Exactly. And of course, that man who that made this all happen, Forbes 30 under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the verified one, <laughs> Tim Geddes. Uh, yes. Tim, I'm sorry to stop you. I'm sorry. I have to stop you. Uh, Nick Scarpino from kindoffunny.com. I just want to put a counterpoint to Tim uh, slandering our guest here online um, and not dialing that back until sure. all of us started talking. Uh, Gerard, very nice guy. Very great mm-hmm. guest. Had a great time with him. Sure. He did, however, he has not, as far as I know, uh, gone cross country for his audience and for his fans uh, mm-hmm. and risked life and limb for them. So That's this, again, all they risked. Not, what I hear. <laughs> uh, when I say limb, Tim, I'm <laughs> kind of uh, great from kind of funny. Uh, I do want to point out, too, that Gerard still hasn't introduced me to Jamie Lee Curtis. So he was all talk on the show. Just a heads up about it. You know what I mean? But I'm right mm-hmm. here, no closer to meeting Miss Halloween herself, Jamie Lee Curtis. But no. Completely robbed of Lori, but that's okay. Maybe someday. Jokes aside, though, I freaking love Sean Bullen. I've loved Sean Bullen for years. We've had him on the Kind of Funny Games cast. We've had him on too many Twitch streams to count. Uh, but recently, I got to hang out with him when he made a little stop in San Francisco because of this this crazy sub drive that, that he was doing that I'm sure is going to be the main topic of the show because I want to hear all your, your crazy stories and stuff. But yeah, I just wanted on the record that I love Sean Bullen. I think, I think you're beautiful. You look like a sidekick in the next infamous game. Uh, with yeah. your beanie, beanie, you'll do it. Beanie, you'll God, do it. I didn't know we're, your okay, hair so looked like that amazing. Where are we, where are we putting? Where, where are we setting Infamous Three right now, Sean? Uh, you know what? I would. 
Uh, Los Angeles, not New York, not New York. I'm so sick of games taking place in New York. Los Angeles. Of course. We need. Wow. Okay. We okay. need a sunny, sunny Los Angeles. I loved well, how the. I loved how the division was like, this one's winter time. And whenever we, we were playing the first division, I was like, man, if they could just put the second one like in a sun-kissed, bright with the clothing options, and they put in D.C. Tampa uh, Bay. Tampa, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. You want, you want the iconic people. city of Tampa Bay. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Everywhere was... you look, another famous Tampa Bay monument, like <laughs> the Buccaneers <laughs> Stadium. Yep. With the worst speeches the, the, the manta rays the they got a baseball team the, ta- the rays they use the rays is that right ray romano is it Deborah. um are we see here's the thing though here's my counterpoint for you sean on that one is that i get weird uncomfortable anxiety when i think about a bunch of big sweaty dudes running around in kevlar in the sun of la there's a lot of sure. chafing that's going to happen. It's there. not. It's not that hot in LA. Like Florida, that would be. Well, that Florida's would be, swampy, so at least yeah. you're, you, and you're going to get the diet, like the diaper rash, right? So you're going to have to put desertine <laughs> all over everywhere. That's. What I'm just saying, man. Like there's something Damn, to be said true. for running around fighting a war in the cold. You should. You, you should. Shave. You should do like thigh lubricant instead of armor plates. <laughs> like just rip their fucking pants <laughs> it's off. Just, you open up the case and it's a, just a thing of Vaseline. And you're like, mine. I need that. I need the Vaseline. Uh, exactly. Maybe drop me some Vas. Ladder me some bass. <laughs> the, well, we need Best. a ping system for this. For sure. say, yeah, let me ping the petroleum jelly, Greg. <laughs> I'll grease you up. Don't worry. I'll make sure there's no chafing. I, there. oh, I, mean, I understand what's out there. I thought about that too, though, in DC. I spent a summer in DC. Humid as hell over there. Tell me I'm yeah. strapping on all these M64s and I'm going out there and shooting. No way. No, no way. I'm 64. You know, my favorite gun, the M64. Yeah, the M64. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a fun machine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we did we did do a cross country trip. Uh, you guys were passively a, a bigger part of that than you think. Snowbike was a huge part of it. He was real highlight of the trip. So, well, uh, no, 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 I need you're, you don't get to jump to that because I need to hear about it from the start because I know a little bit about the sub drive. I of course watched yeah. some of the sub drive. I of course saw you out there having fun and having crazy shenanigans and then getting extremely sick and going to two separate ERs and all that stuff. We're yeah. going to talk about all that and more because this is the kind of funny podcast each and every week for sometimes five best friends gather on this table each coming to bullshit with each other about whatever it is they want to bullshit about if you like that you can head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny over on patreon.com slash kind of funny you can write in to be part of the show you can get your name read as a producer you can get the show ad free you can get the show with the exclusive post show we do each and every week of course we do it twice a week and of course you could be watching live on patreon.com slash kind of funny as we record it just like lexi g is the lou is in mike lr if you have no bucks to toss our way though and can't go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to help out and support us no big deal we put each and every episode up on youtube.com slash kind of funny roosterteeth.com and podcast services where tim round the globe of course you can get them there there are ads there isn't a post show and man you're just it's like you're stealing content from nick but it's okay we don't mind it's fine do what you got to do here's what happened there i went over to the shelf i looked nothing on the shelf, <laughs> nothing on the shelf. <laughs> it was Going a pregnant pause it was a shorter pregnant pause than usual yeah, uh, some housekeeping yeah. before we get into boland's <laughs> asshole because he said he was going to talk a lot about his asshole this episode yeah. uh the blessing show is back right now ladies and gentlemen if you're watching later not if you're alive on patreon the blessing show is back over on youtube.com slash kind of funny games for a special titled returnal and hades are changing gaming you can go over there for another amazing blessing show please go support it it's one of the few shows we do that is youtube only and not a podcast 
podcast. So it'd be mean a lot to us if you went and watched it, because let me tell you, we hired Blessing and he is just not paying off, right, Tim? Mm-hmm, exactly. I've been saying it every day of my life and I've never said it more than this day right here, right now. Your his future is in your hands, ladies and gentlemen. It's like mm-hmm. the big Lebowski. Mr. L- Mr. Lebowski asked me to repeat that. His well, life I, is in your hands. <laughs> I hope that Snow Mike Mike is also not paying off because uh, I would love to hire both. You can't have him. This is this is just a method. This is just a method to get people to watch it. What they're doing? No, they're both yeah. doing very well. They're both paying no, off. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, you are being sorry. Oh, I yeah, yeah. This is facetious. I'll be honest. Psychology. You know what I mean? Blessing and I, blessing and I, housed Bruce Green and Snow Mike Mike in the Olympics. That terrible Olympics game that came out. So blessing's not going anywhere either because he he's a winner. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, just... Patreon producers, Julian, the gluten-free gamer, Steve Powers. Today, we're brought to you by MeUndies, Faraday, and Upstart. But I'll tell you about that later. For now, Sean Bolin, what the fuck is wrong with you? You woke up yeah. one day, you went on Twitch, and you're like, you know what? If we get subs, we'll drive across the fucking country. So we did this thing called March to the Top, which you guys were a part of as well, where we were like, hey, I, it was I was laying in bed one night, and I was like, how many subs do we have? I was like, oh, well, you know, we have like two or 300 people. I think we have like 130 people watching right now. But we have like this really psycho audience, right? And I was like, how many subs we got? I was like, oh, we have we have like 3,000 subs less than Ninja. And I was like, we could get more subs than Ninja. And then I was just like, oh, well, maybe we could get more subs than everybody. So we did this thing, March to the Top, and that that was like awesome. We got to number eight in all of Twitch. We passed him the tap, man, but nobody likes to talk about that um the uh so that kind of mindset i was like well how can we get bigger and i've always wanted to do a road trip stream it started off like uh i want to do a hitchhiker stream where Jesus. the chat you know, well, you know it, it it manifests but then you think about it and it's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the amount of ideas i've pitched to tim and nick that mid-sentence i'm like wait this is bad we go to jail for this you wanted to let us hunt you across all of san francisco <laughs> oh, that <laughs> Greg, 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 like the movie hard we, target yeah we've done a stream like that where you have to find somebody in a city I could help you with that. That'd that's be so we, sick. Yeah, no, no, don't help, help, help me hide. Don't help yeah. them find me. It's the great, great, great. What do they call it? The great, great, great. There's still a subreddit. There's still a channel on our Slack about it, right? I know. There's 400 channels on our Slack about <laughs> stuff like that. So it's to the point where I, can't, I have to dig through all of our individual conversations to find the shit that I need to be paying attention to. But I Kevin, I'm leaving Operation Dumbo Drop. I don't need to be in that channel anymore. Well, let's burn that channel. Can you delete it? Oh. What do you do? What, what is Dumbo? Do y'all go find an elephant or something? Uh, you know, we don't want to talk about we, it. Okay, we won't talk about it. Anyway, so um, obviously. <laughs> bring it up on the podcast then? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> obviously, uh, during March, like Ludwig had his big thing. And I was like, I want to do something like that. But where we travel. And I was like. So wait, full stop already, Mr. Uh, Bolin. We know you. We love you. We work with you all the time. There's definitely people listening to this podcast who don't know you. So you obviously are on Game Attack. You yeah. obviously play video games. They can get that from the name. But I think what's interesting is, you know, and not knowing when last time somebody ch- t- touched base with Game Attack, right, is that you are a pure Twitch entity now, right? That's 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 the business. Yeah, like our, our YouTube is dead. Like we we killed it with Mario Party. Like if, if we don't post Mario Party, nobody sees it on YouTube, doesn't get served. We've cycled eight different hosts and all this shit. Like we're only on Twitch um you guys are big inspiration for us like we we left the rooster teeth uh family to go indie um you know kind of following suit with you guys a long time ago but so you guys you know how you guys like set patreon goals right and you guys kind of do a big refresher we do that but it's way more terrifying because we do it every single we do like daily goals that serve 
our business and our payroll and we're building a new office space and we're going to beat you guys uh in in, uh in time um but we're building a warehouse and streaming on you on that one yeah yeah but uh we're building out an office space too and we're funded by our community like just like you guys are 100 indie but it's it's all twitch i think we make like like 200 bucks on youtube a month from people still watching you old Mario 200 dollars on youtube lucky yeah imagine <laughs> imagine Impressive. Um, it's, it's huge but yeah if you guys have seen kind of funny like they have a model it's a lot like ours with um you fill the bar um you extend time and we are constantly looking for ways to have event streams that are wild and crazy and big you know one time we played persona 5 for 128 hours straight and we've done um just if you have an idea for a stream we've probably thought about it or done it um or stolen it from bruce green um yeah we do we yeah, steal we, from bruce a lot yeah, we steal from bruce all the time don't worry about yeah. steal from you guys all the time too yeah <laughs> that's okay i mean this is this is anybody that thinks anybody that says anybody has stolen content is totally full of shit on the internet it's like i i think that that is very i like true to use the term the and we inspire each other Oh, yeah. absolutely. I yeah, mean, the, the, truth of the, matter, no the truth of the matter is we are how many phone calls have we had bullet behind the scenes, like talking through everything, yeah. like learning from each other and like all that shit. It's exactly it's awesome. And I love and what I love about what you guys are doing is you are so big on trying to take the medium of Twitch streaming and be like, OK, cool. There's all these like little mechanisms and, and levers that we can pull uh, to be able to fund and continue doing what we're doing. How can we take those rules but play with them in a way no one else has or if someone else has done it before like how do we do something that is like for our audience that they will understand and, and really kind of get behind and everything you just talked about like the persona stream i thought was a great example where you know your team is only what four people at this uh, point? four and five with chelsea who's my wife and she does she runs the business uh so question so you're doing sorry, 160 hour now. streams that's that's just you guys go yeah for it. and that's my question is coming in here right now the one thing i always when i i obviously love game attack i obviously love looking at what you guys are doing you're always doing something crazy you're always up to some shenanigans you're always yeah. doing something like yeah driving across country playing persona for 120 hours was your wife's involvement in the business a necessity so she could see you I think about how much I work already, how much Tim works, how much Nick works. It goes on that way. But as founders and as you know, front men of the company, I still feel like I'm not giving Jen enough attention, let alone yeah. the fact if I turn to her, I'm like, well, playing Persona 120 hours this week and kind of the whole business relies on people actually something. Yeah. So you understand, right? Yeah. No, it was like there is like an understanding between me and Chelsea. It's like, hey, everything we're doing now is so whenever we're 40, there's a tiny like 1% chance we may get to see each other for the rest of our lives, like nonstop, right? And that's the dream, right? It's it's just like, hey, yeah, I'm going to be on the road for three straight weeks, but maybe it'll lead to something. Maybe maybe somebody on Twitch will see it. Maybe maybe Ford will see it and want us to drive the Bronco across the country someday or some shit sure, like that, sure. right? Um, but Chelsea coming on the business was whenever whenever I took over as owner, like we needed to get organized like and chelsea chelsea has managed uh banks and staffs way bigger than five people so she has like the business and numbers savvy like she's gotten us health insurance and manages payroll and understands what she's kind of nick okay yeah she's the nick she's the nick can you believe yeah. that bullet that nick is our that what does that scare yeah. you it's weird i know it doesn't there's not a lot of uh it no. doesn't make a lot of sense to a lot of people but nick yeah, when we what's up you have you have the attitude and pessimism and self-deprecation that would make me think you were in charge of numbers. Yeah, it's it comes from insecurity and paranoia. 
And so fear. a lot of that and fear. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's exactly. It's basically like when I, I always tell a story when we left, everyone had it filled different parts. Um, and that's the great thing about having partners. They can actually kind of fill in those knowledge gaps and or those those things that they're passionate about that I'm not. But one of the things that I was like, I want to leave and I want to make sure we're, we at least have health care and we're, we're, we're not going to get put in jail for tax evasion. Those yep. are the two big things for me that I was like, they're never going to get us for tax evasion, guys. Like they got Al Capone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going to pay <laughs> these taxes. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> But no, I, but I mean, I, that's, that's the stuff that I like. I, I, I enjoy kind of just making sure that the, the nuts and bolts of the business run and that we're paying bills and invoices are getting paid on time and stuff like that. Because when it was like, when we were at IGN, and I'm sure you guys kind of had familiarities with this and other stuff. There's always like so many cogs to get stuff done. And I'm like, it's kind of cool that we could just do shit. Yeah, like, yeah. I just pay an invoice if I need to, if like someone that worked for us, you know, it's cool. Exactly. I think that that's attributed to like the road trip and stuff as well. Is that like I like I can tell you right now, it would have taken, I think, I think it's like eight or nine green lights to have gotten approval to do something oh, sure. like that. Oh, sure, God, sure, sure. And, yeah, that would have been a huge Yeah. Thing. But but here it's just like we just say to our audience, it's like can we do this? And our audience is like, yeah, go for it. I don't give a shit. And then we do it. And yeah. uh, the again, audience like, is like we're taking on none of the liability on this and getting yeah. all of the entertainment enjoyment <laughs> value out of it. So yeah, exactly. go for it. But that, um, is, that is true though. Like, like you don't have to think about like if this had happened at, you know, if we were a part of IGN, it would have had to go so far oh up God. the flagpole. Yeah. And then someone would have been like, wait, wait on that, because we're going to try to get that sponsored. And then five years later, we'd be drinking. Be like, remember when we had that crazy idea to go across country and it never happened? Yeah, well, there's an irony it. to that, too. And, and we've talked about this before on the show, so I don't want to go too long on it. But like, it's funny that every single like we, we were all at IGN for many years. We've worked with Rooster Teeth. We worked with like a bunch of different big companies over time. And every single time a big sponsor comes in, it doesn't matter what the sponsor is, whether it's Slim Jim or Cars. <laughs> Everyone's big picture idea is always a road trip. We're going to get our hosts and they're going to drive from this place to that place. And there's going to be a meet and greet. There's going to be a this. There's going to be a that. It never, ever happens. (laughs) Because it's like that content isn't good enough. Like just the – like what is the content there? Someone – Go, a fancy person goes around with a camera and like films some things and it gets edited down to a five minute piece yeah. of content that is just essentially people like driving for a little bit and like doesn't mean shit. That's not content. But what you guys did is turned it that dream into a reality and actually made it content for the people where you're just live the whole time. You're just hanging yeah. out with the chat. The chat's keeping you going like that. You, you cracked the code of it all. You yeah. just didn't do the part where you got the big sponsor money. So exactly. We should work on that for next time. Slim Jim. I, I have. I have. Like it's always slips or Mountain Dew. I'll say yeah. it right here on the podcast. If you guys have sponsors that you just don't have time for, like I got like a 50% conversion rate over here, guys. If you just want to toss me, toss me some help or contacts, I would love that more than anything. I'm gonna tell you one thing right now about Tim Gettys. Tim makes time for all the sponsors. There's no <laughs> such thing as yeah. a sponsor we don't have time for. The dream, but, uh, I mean. The dream, the dream is to. Anytime is, you're in Lake Tahoe, let me tell you about Tom's Plumbing, our sponsor today. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, realistically and ultimately, the, the dream for any creator is to do what they do and never take a dime of support from their audience. Right? It's. I mean, that's my dream, at least. I guess I shouldn't speak for everybody, but like, I'm, I'm th- I want to move in with people in our audience. I would like <laughs> just eat their food. For, no, I'm joking. Yeah, I, it's just like you know, um, but we're not there yet. I, I will happily be supported by our audience if, if they will. I tell our audience all the time that like 
we game attack is a business based on hope <laughs> like <laughs> we're, just, we're just gonna make this and hope that you guys want to pay for it and that's you know with with and that's kind of like the thing with the content we make is the road trip was an idea where it was like that is so big and so epic like i think this sounds appropriate but like they have to fund that. Like they have oh, to totally. get behind that. You know, well, like, this is, I think speaks to Tim's point, right? What, what is so special about a game attack, a kind of funny compared to an IGN or rooster teeth where, yeah, the big idea is always a road trip. And then the other people are like, so what is it's going to be six hours of driving and talk? Who would want to watch that? Whereas when that, and they're talking for a mainstream audience at a big site, yeah. right? When you get yeah. here, it is that thing of like, People love our twenty-four or twelve hour, and they love the old twenty-four hour extra life and anniversary mm-hmm. streams, right? Anniversaries. Now, oh, of course, they're gonna love you driving or you know doing this crazy thing, and let alone the chance that some of them get to meet you that way. Yeah. Well, well, dude, Bolin, like I think that uh, just to give even more context, to the audience that might not know you is like one of the things that I think is so cool, and we always talk about this, just like Greg was saying, is that Game Attack and Kind of Funny are very, very similar. The type of content we make, the type of people we are, and the type of audience we're trying to foster, and the type of audience that we have that kind of allow us to do all these crazy things and it's it kind of works both ways where it's like they want us to do crazy stuff we want to do crazy stuff and it's like we'll do the crazy stuff if it it, and it just kind of like keeps going in a, in a circle there but your idea for march to the top you guys were doing so many dope things like crazy streams the persona and all that but like march to the top you you said that you were trying to be the number one most subbed group for context game attack is very small like you guys Funny. have how I many got, concurrent viewers normally? Yeah, like two. I have the I have a number for you, right? We were the we were the eighth most subscri- at at the end of March to the top. We got to number eight. We had the people the the seventh and the ninth spot had like ten million Twitch followers. Ten like five to ten million Twitch followers. We have thirty two thousand. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, like that's the numbers I'm talking about, man. It's like when you take that, it's like it doesn't matter if it's you have, if you have 10 million, 32 million, if you have the dedicated 2,000 people mm-hmm. that are going to rock with you, and that's how we've always operated. And luckily, that number's kind of grown a little bit, where it's went from 2,000 to 10,000 or whatever it is. But um, our ideas have grown, and our team has grown, and the things yeah. that we're doing have grown. And you're doing that exact same thing. So it's like when you did that, and got to be number eight most subscribed Twitch channel. Bonkers. Like so the incredible. context of that is is freaking freaking insane the scale is just unreal but then for you to be like okay what do we do next and your idea to be this sub drive which give the full pitch on what that was so the sub drive was um we didn't have we don't have any events planned covid um we are we are big believers in masking up vaxxing taking care of yourselves we all got double vaxxed um we were like cool things were things were chilling out (laughs) It was laxed. Everything was open. So we're like, okay, let's go see people. Um, And, you know, it was like, what's the cost? Well, we can, we can, gas, hotels, good food experiences, and let's do a lap around the country. At first, whenever I came up with the idea, it was like, okay, let's roll a dice and then just uh, allocate that dice to a cardinal direction and just start driving. Mm -hmm. But after that, it was like, well... Coverage of spotty. So the idea of the subdrive is for, was for us to lap the entire country, see as many creator friends and audience members as possible, and stream the entire thing. And how it worked was um, every time we got new subs or bits, it added to our mileage. The more we drove, the more our, odom- our odometer went up, the we lost mileage. So our audience had to fight 
our odometer with support um, to keep us going further. So whenever we get to El Paso, people in Phoenix are just like, come on, we got to get them to Phoenix. And they would support, right? And, um, you know, we had people in the Northeast that were from the beginning. We had uh, Derek Boulander, real big supporter of the channel, Amazing G1. Um, he was just like, he would be like, here's 100 subs. We have to get them to Pennsylvania, right? So our route was this. It was Dallas to Austin, Austin to El Paso, to Phoenix, to LA to see Bruce Green, right? We know. To, to San Francisco to see Kind of Funny. And ultimately, the, the big goal was to get to Tahoe because Tahoe is a bucket list thing. I've always wanted to see the water. I wanted to see Snowbike Mike in person. After Tahoe, it was to Salt Lake City, to Denver, to Omaha, Chicago, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, to New York City. Then we swung down to D.C., then Florida, um, then back across to Texas. It was 7,500 miles. Um, and... I will be honest, it, it didn't, you know, you look at something like that and it's like, man, they're going to make so much money. But um, it, was, it was more of a community builder than it was a, you know, a like, oh man, what a great month. Uh, it was a fine month, but it was, once we got to New York, it was like, it was like, man, this is so much more than like trying, <laughs> trying to make a lot of money on stream. And, um, just, we, we thought, I thought I would see like one person at every stop, but we saw every G1 that just said, Hey, I'm here in the chat. We would be like, cool. We'll meet you on the side of the highway at this Jack in a box and we pull over and we got him to sign this map. I'll, I don't know if Chelsea's watching or whatever, but, um, we got, we have a map that we signed. I think we had 160, 170 people sign it. Okay, and, when you uh, check assets, I sent you the promo video. They uh, or actually sent it to you directly. I sent the promo video, and I will now also send the map. So you have them both there. Okay. Um, but um, we were doing meetup, and another thing I didn't see, because I was like, I'm going to buy food for every G1. <laughs> like, um, whenever we get there. Yeah, so there's all of our stops until about, uh, yeah, up until Washington, D.C., right? So, um. Went to Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach sucked, man. That's probably the worst place. <laughs> Myrtle, Beach, Myrtle, Beach, Myrtle Beach is the worst location in the country. Um, oh my God. What, what a shithole. My mom, all, all her life, it's like, oh, I want to go to Myrtle Beach. Kevin, I also have uh, a video that I... Oh, yeah, there you go. There's the map. Um, those are all signatures uh, from everyone we met uh, around the country. And I actually traced our... There you go. Yeah, that's awesome. Um... But Myrtle Beach, man, my all my all my life. There you go. All my life, my mom's like, we gotta. I would love to go to Myrtle Beach. Some no, not Six Flags, Myrtle Beach. My mom's like, we gotta go to Myrtle Beach someday. Be such a wonderful vacation. So in my head, I think Myrtle Beach like looks like yeah, yeah. I had it in my head. Get there, like, dude. The water was gross. The the sand was all shelly and horrible to walk in. I go into a restaurant and I was like, hey how much for or how long for a wait this kid at myrtle beach looks at the piece of paper he Jesus. he just does I this i hate this i already he hate does this it he kid. does this i hate him hmm. this is how long it takes he goes it's gonna be about two and a half hours wait oh my god you rat this rat fuck oh i'm sorry i don't know if i can cut <laughs> <laughs> you, you can cuss. Well, why is he a bad person? Because he was he, he was doing it because he, nah, he was, was doing he for dramatic too. effect. Yeah, he was doing it like clearly you don't see Myrtle Beach does not look like that. No, that's a lie. 
Don't. I mean, the internet says this is what the internet says. No, no. This you want to go to Florida? And- go to Florida for the beach to go to Florida. But um, but yeah. So uh, I thought we would see a couple of people, but at the meetups, wait, it was wait, like- wait, wait. Serious question: Did you go huh? to the wrong Myrtle Beach? No, that's the one I went to. I remember it. Well, I'll no, because this this is the South Carolina Myrtle Beach, which is seemingly beautiful. It looked like that. Trust me, I know this character. <laughs> Don't fuck with me. Don't let I think you were... in your head. This is what he does. This is you he's the game he plays. You got it. He is a rat um, fuck. If I ever met one. <laughs> <laughs> but um, whenever whenever we meet people, it was cool. And this is this is why I invited myself onto the show is because we had a lot of best friends meet us. Um, oh yeah, you did. Like in Denver, um, you know, Suppet's Fran. Uh, you know, we had it was it was crazy. People were like, oh, so I, it's kind of funny. He was talking about you. That's, that's so sweet. But like. I ended up buying food for everybody on the trip, and that was like a cost that I just did not see coming. It, like, it's one of, it's like, one wow, of those I'm things not really uh, netting yeah. out on these Twitch subs. <laughs> this is not going the way I thought it was going to go. It, it reminds yeah. me a lot of when, like, we told I, you I'm, not to pay for our food. We made that oh, very clear. Yeah. We were like, no, don't no, do that. that. You guys should have paid for his food. Um, no, it's, it, 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 it reminds me a lot of when you hear stories of like stand up comics that will go, they'll go on the road, quote unquote. And they'll make like $400 at a club, but the flight to get there was $380. And so they end up coming back after food and drinking like $300 in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Amateur professional yeah. wrestlers do that all the time, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. We weren't, in, we definitely weren't in the hole. Uh, but it either. was okay. Good. Yeah. Obviously yeah, we, not. I mean, you got Chelsea it, there. She's probably like, no. She would yeah. probably just say no. See, there's like Juarez and El Paso, which was crazy. And I mean, what a cool thing you guys got to do. But I mean, so, yeah, I imagine on day like seven, you were like, fucking, this is a lot of driving. Yeah. There's a continental divide right there. And oh my God. And then so what, what we did was every time we lost signal, we just toggled to West in the studio. We sent yeah. our signal to our studio in Dallas. So anytime we lost signal or got buffering, we just toggled instantly to West mm-hmm. instead of having to restart the stream. And I, that was like the secret weapon. Like once, once like we figured that logistic out, it was like, this can happen. This so is basically, awesome. basically, I mean, if this had been us, we'd have been like, Kevin, you're going to stay home. We're going to give you the signal and it's going to be great. So anytime we quote unquote lose signal, Kevin, you have to be on camera. And then I would have orchestrated it so that we lose signal for 17 hours would have, just, would have just created a youtube playlist with kf podcast in there and just switched over to that no, but instead they didn't do that Wes was actually there for, playing. Was, for a while he was playing the crew the crew too right doing a a, a cross-country road trip he, with you no, guys yeah he played yeah he played forza and need for speed heat and all this stuff there's san fran let's look at that yeah we went to these food trucks and stuff with G1s, and oh my God, Snowbike was unbelievable. Look at this Tahoe footage right here. This was streamed. This was streamed right here. Yeah. And one of you was almost the, died. Was on the this, lake? Right? He keeps yeah. talking about how one of you almost fell off a mountain and died. Yeah, Grayson. Grayson fell off. Of, I'll tell you about it after this. Okay, so we're up on this cliff, right, overlooking Tahoe. We get to Snowbike, and Snowbike is like. All right, we're going to hang out for a little bit, and then we're going to climb that 100-foot rock face for the greatest view in Tahoe. And I'm like, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we climb this rock face. Like, and- I would, my first question would be like, is there a road that we could drive up? That's Not, like around the rock that I could just drive up. No, it was like a small hike to this rock face. This Ta- is, by that's the that's way, this is Mike refused to, to see you in Tahoe. Exactly. This is why it happens to me every time I go to Tahoe. People in Tahoe are way too outdoorsy. 
I had uh, one time I went and my friend was like, hey, we're going to get breakfast burritos and then we're going to backcountry hike up and ski down a mat, like a, a hill. And I was like, that sounds great. It was four deep, four foot of fucking snow deep. I almost threw up great. so many times. I was like, this is the worst thing ever. Sorry, continue. No, real, real quick, Colin, uh, something I want to bring up is because we just watched the video kind of chronologically and like we skipped past the SF stuff. So we hung out for a while. It was fucking awesome having dinner and stuff. But something I was so interested in is the conversation we were having in San Francisco was, okay, we definitely have enough to make it to Tahoe. We're going to get there. If we push, we might, we might be able to make it to Salt Lake City. Uh-huh. And you're just like, then maybe, maybe Colorado, but then we'll probably end up heading back after that. Like, you'd be like, it's crazy if we can make it to New York. Yeah. And here you freaking are. You did the whole damn thing. Yeah, so we were, I'm sorry, I guess I'm scatterbrained, but we wanted to go west first because the signal is the worst in Arizona and New Mexico, right? And we were like, okay, signal's bad, but if we can say, hey, we're going to get to Bruce Green and kind of funny and snow bike, our audience will want to push us through that horrible reception, right? Because we, we had like no disconnects once we got to the East Coast. But so we, I figured momentum would die between Salt Lake and Chicago because it's a big stretch. Most of our collabs are done because everybody's on the West Coast. And um, we're driving through desert. Salt Flats, uh, Nebraska, like cornfields and shit. There's no interesting things to do except for sit on the road. So surely the moment would die out there. We actually had a sponsor save the whole trip. We had a G1 who has um, the Beardly Man who has um, beard product. And we've used it before. And I said, hey, <laughs> I, I, we, got to, we got to Salt Lake City. And I was like, hey, we're dying out here. We're, yeah, we're dying. <laughs> I, you know, like you kind of gauge like March to the top. It's like, man, our G, our audience is capable of getting us 32,000 subs. That would get us like two laps across the country, right? So like what I didn't know prepping the stream was how urgent it would be, right? And just, it is, I mean, it was like, you know, there are some stretches where we needed, uh, we had like 500 miles ahead of us. So we would need like 500 to like a thousand subs to cover it. And I was and I was thinking, yeah, yeah, it's like 60 miles an hour. No motherfucker, like New Mexico speed limit's like 90, you know? So like you're not burning a, a mile every minute, you're burning a mile like every 30 to 40 seconds. Mm-hmm. And so the mm-hmm. urgency just wasn't there. And so when we got to Salt Lake City, I was like, cool. Cuz and and I didn't want to put pressure on like somebody to like donate big, right? You guys know like support comes when a lot of people give a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And that was kind of dying off because the the urgency was just, unpre- like, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And that I guess that was kind of an oversight. But so Beardly Man was like, I'll sponsor you guys to Salt Lake City and, or to Denver. And that day, the, the G1s had another, like, five-hour drive where everything was banked into the tank and we weren't losing any miles. And that got us to Chicago. And I knew once we got to Chicago, seeing Chef Mike going to Portillo's and, um, and you know, Chicago deep dish pizza places and Gallup and Ghost Arcade, the biggest arcade in the country. I knew that once we got to the East Coast, the stops are so much more frequent. You know, Chicago, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Jersey, New York, like instead of Denver, Salt Lake, you know, those big stretches. And that really gave us the momentum to finish the trip. It was it was wild. Um, so at, we met with 
Snowbike and Tahoe after you guys. And I, me and Grayson, who was on the road trip with me, like, we, Snowbike grabbed us by the hand and just yanked us around yeah. fucking terrible. Tahoe. That's what it it's terrifying. Was, it's exciting. I've never, like, I've never seen anybody love a city as much as Snowbike oh. loves Tahoe. And we talked a little bit about, like, man, like, are you okay? I was kind of like, are you okay leaving here? Because, like, you seem to, like, really love it. And he was like, man, I got to tell you, you got a guy who believes in you guys so much with Snowbike. I hope, I hope you guys know. Snowbike had, believes in you I've so hard. I've had a conversation with him, too, when we're, we're doing our nightly streams, just hanging, chillaxing. And he's like, you know, this, this, and this. I was like, man, you got, you're really well set up there. Are you sure you want to come down here? And he's like, Nick, you're not supposed to be asking me that question, Nick. No, yeah. he's, he's 100%. He understands. Uh, he's ready for the new adventure. Um, yeah. But I, that's why I'm so hesitant to hit Mike up anytime I'm in Tahoe. Because I don't know if I'm ready for that energy output. Dude. He's like, <laughs> here's, yeah. so here's what happened. I went up to visit um, some family up in Tahoe. And I was like, Mikey, I might hit you up. We'll see what happens, right? And he was like, dog. Don't even worry about it, man. You hit me up. You say the word. I'll be at your house at 6 a.m. We'll be on jet skis by 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, okay, let's dial that back to like a 41-year-old energy. What can I get at like starting around noon to like a 1.30 activity? Is there a Starbucks that we could go to? We could splash water yeah. in each other's faces? Is that going to happen? He's <laughs> like, we'll scale it to whatever you want to do, dog. It's good. Um, yeah, but this I is it. among the worst impressions I've ever heard you. Uh, you, you know what's funny? It's actually hey, my, you want to ride a jet ski, dog? We can ride a jet ski. <laughs> it's like my old uh, New Jersey Italian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's all I have. Well, because to get the true snow bike, Mike, you have sure. to be able to scream a little bit. Sure. You know, like if you want to do Andy, like here, Andy, you gotta go whoa. You know, Andy's gotta whoa. You know, Andy has that little like, like you stepped on a Pomeranian and it just like, uh-huh. barked at you. You're making the wrong noise so much. Is that? I, I get what he's going. I get what he's going. Andy does that. Andy always when, when you see. Yeah, you're closer screens, to it now. Where you where Andy gets scared at something and he and he and he yelps like a small lap dog. He's yeah. yelpy. Yeah, yeah, he's very yelpy. Yeah. Uh, Mike, on the other hand, is very much like I used to sound when I was the tail end of my bar hopping experiences like Sunday after you went out Friday, Saturday, and there may or may not have been an entire carton of marble lights that I smoked. <laughs> sure, but I'm still just juiced from the weekend. Does that mean yeah. not that Mike doesn't smoke, but you know what I mean? He's got that like gravelly voice. Dog, what do you get? You know, I, I'm trying to gravel. Gravel is a good word. Cause yeah. it's not raspy, but there's, there's a gra- gravelly. It. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. And then when he gets, um, when he gets tired, he goes, all right, bro, bro. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 No, that's we're gonna do. So, bro, bro. We're gonna play some Apex Arenas. You, me, bro, bro, it's gonna be good. Now, so, see, I just went somewhere else with that. You're fine, Mike. Mike tours us. Mike tours us through his entire MC history. I did like you think you look at Mike and you're like, oh, this guy's just a naturally talented speaker. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, he just had he just has presence. Period. Um, hell no. Mike takes us a, a tour about MCing at. He took us to three different casinos that he used to MC, public events. He used to work the chairlift here, you know, and and um, he owns that town, dude. Mike missed yeah. his calling as as one of the boat drivers in the Jungle Cruise ride. Exactly. It would have been amazing, is that? Yeah. And what's he blew my mind the other day, right? And obviously, like I don't I don't know that much about Mike. We haven't actually like hung hung hung, so I'm learning stuff as we've been working with him all year. But I was I thought in my brain, I'm like, there's no possible way he wasn't the best strip club. MC. Yeah. Yeah. Casino. No, it's slots, slots MC. But he's never, he was like, I've never even been in a strip club. And I'm like, 
you missed your calling. So you could have been the best. You could have been the magic mic of the yes. strip clubs, <laughs> MCs. And he's MC like, nah, man, I've never done it. Exactly. But if you but if you roll that mentality over to elderly folks yeah, at bingo that. night mm-hmm. in a yeah. casino, yeah. And you, you know what I'm oh, like, oh yeah. God. Yeah. Um but um it was funny, like we went to get in line for like one of these restaurants. Grayson, who's uh, our uh our another host, my best friend who kind of like my Kevin, Tim. Um he's six foot nine. Six Tom, nine, guys. Tall. Yeah, it's too tall. And I met him. And I embraced him, and that's not the right way to say that. He embraced me, yeah, and child. I was this You're small child little child. I, I, wanted to, I wanted to take his knees as soon as I saw him. Yeah. Um, he is a beacon for drunk people. A beacon, <laughs> you know? Because, yeah. and like, let me hey, tell you. He's huge, man. <laughs> yeah. But so we're in line for this restaurant. I don't know if I don't know if Mike was on the mentality, but Grayson used to be a cop. He he quit to be an online entertainer. Best decision he ever made. Um. I'm a big guy. Grayson's huge. Mike is is not a small guy either. Um, but we're sitting out line and out in line for this restaurant. It's packed. Everybody's drunk. I have the gimbal, so I'm a beacon as well. One lady walked up to me and she was like, "Is that a gimbal?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she, <laughs> I was like, "You should get one. They're really cheap." And she goes, "I'm not as important as you, though." Yeah. Like, oh my god, you fucking. Anyways, so we're sitting outside this restaurant, and this this big guy comes out. He's he he's not like huge, but it's like that's the kind of body that like would hurt if he hit me in the face. Mm-hmm. He walks up, <laughs> he walks up to Grayson. He's like, he's like, damn motherfucker, how tall are you? <laughs> and Grayson's like, I'm six nine, and he's like, you're big. And he looks at me, and he goes, you're kind of big too. And I was like. Like, oh shit here we go here we go and so like i i put my gimbal i put my gimbal in the tomahawk mode i've just got it yeah, i've just I got know. it right here right <laughs> I, like, I, I don't I want to kill you but i will <laughs> I live on stream <laughs> no we weren't live we weren't live we didn't record this because i didn't you know like we had drunk people in tahoe like we had like mad karens come up to us and be like y'all are from texas oh they'd they'd say like terrible things that are just like horrible right yeah like really shitty people up in tahoe besides snowboard mike so this guy's like (laughs) this guy's like this guy's like myrtle beach but it's not great (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. um so like it's it's funny because it's like i kind of look at mike like i'm like hey get ready to headbutt this guy you know while he's talking to grayson and i'm looking at grayson grayson's like about to pop off yeah this is gonna be terrible and like he gets in this awkward mode and we're just like so nice to him okay and then he backs off but it was pretty cool it's pretty cool the bouncer oh, okay, as okay, okay, okay. See, okay. here's how i thought that story was going to end because yeah the thing about somebody like mike is he knows everyone in tahoe mm-hmm. and all of them have weird names oh, he doesn't Lord. just know a sam or a pete he's got pirate pete and like smoky Sam or whatever it is. So I thought he was going to be like, I thought Mike was going to come out of whatever restaurant you were in, see these guys and be like, yo, what up Nightcrawler, you know, Gino, whatever the fuck the guy's name is. And yeah. then they were going to hang out with each other. Again, Greg went over to the, I went over to the huh? fucking shelf. Nothing on it. Gino's a great name. Gino's not. Gino's not, right? We can agree. Nightcrawler Ned. There's got to be rhyming to it. The rhyming convention. So it had to be Nightcrawler Ned, but Gino came out. I don't know why I'm still stuck in that Jersey accent. You're fine. But yeah, Mike did know everybody. And I think I want to tell you about this just so you guys can appreciate what you do for people. Okay. But 
when when I got my job in the industry, I remember I had two days to move and I walked in and I walked into the restaurant I was working at and I said, Hey, tonight's my last night. But it was like like I knew in my head, I was like, Tonight's my last night because my dream just came true. I'm out of here. I've been serving for ten years and now it's time for me to go do exactly what I'm doing in my life. I got to this was off camera for the most part, but you guys know Mike knows everybody. I got to watch and listen to him have that conversation with about a dozen people. Really? We went up, we went up to the mountain and um, people hadn't seen him since COVID. And when we were, we were touring the mountain with chairlifts and like cool sledding stuff and like ropes courses and stuff. Um, we went up to the top of Tahoe basically. And he goes to the medic station and he's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm out of here. Yeah. I got this, I got this awesome job in San Fran with a wonderful group of guys. Like, Hearing like I almost cried once because it was like yeah. it was it was just so it was so amazing because everybody was like, oh, my God, it's so great to see you, Mikey. And Mike's yeah. like, what's up, Baba Luga? You know, and, <laughs> and, and, he's, and then he goes, you know, you ever met Baba Luga? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, they're like, how you been? And Mike's like, and then you get to hear Mike talk about the past year and what what <laughs> it means for him. He's like. Yeah, I'm going to San Fran. I'm out of here. And they're like, what? That's crazy. That's awesome. Um, but that, that like hearing Mike and him lugging us around, that might have been the, the best fun I had um, on the stream. So it wait, was, one, real quick, because we keep throwing different questions at you that then deviate the stories, and I love yeah, it. Right. You're doing great. You're killing it. Okay, okay. But didn't, how did you almost, did, how did Grayson almost die? Like, it was just, you said it, like, oh, there's this yeah, tall yeah, thing over here, whatever, yeah. like, I, so I've the, only heard this like weird thing. Of Mike's like, ah, yeah, you know, one of them almost died. I was like, what are you talking no. about? <laughs> Grayson, Grayson is six nine. Like he is strong. He is big. Like, but he also has giant feet and big, big legs, and he yeah. is a, he is a big guy. That's why I've always said I don't want to be taller because of the feet problem. Having yeah, bigger feet. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's, you mm-hmm. have always yep. been very vocal yep. about that. I'm very like you gotta that. you gotta consider the weight that Grayson is slinging around. He's just he's. Oh, a I still big have guy. that. I still have the weight. I just don't have the height. Of the so weight. so we climb this like it's like a hundred feet up to this outcrop. No railings or anything, just so we can see the sunset. Grayson's terrified of heights, um, but he goes up there. Gray, Grayson is scared of water, scared of heights. Um, mm. He used, used to be a cop. He plays by the rules. I put Grace in so many uncomfortable situations. Anyways, so we get up there. View's great. It's wonderful. I'm going out on rocks, taking pretty pictures and stuff. Grayson is like appreciating the view. It's time to go down. Grayson plants his leg and um, he plants it like between two rocks. It gets stuck. Oh, and, no. And oh, this no. is, I mean, it's a... So there's there's steps. Mike almost killed Grayson, basically. Yeah, there's steps and easy rocks to climb, but like, let's say if you just jumped out away from the wall, it was steep enough to where you would die. Um, <laughs> um, and so he he steps and he just like Grayson just starts to fall. I see him try to catch himself, and then he's just like, whatever happens happens now, and he just kind of slowly falls over on like the edge of like a six foot drop off. And he just lays Jesus right there. He almost died. Mike almost killed him. Like he, he really did. Fair enough. Almost this is why it. I refuse to go out anywhere other than the Starbucks with Mike. I'm terrified. He wants to do water sports with me. I feel like I don't want to see what the bottom of Lake Tahoe looks like. I don't need it. I mean, the I lake want to go on a jet ski so bad. I always have. Uh, I'm so oh, you never been oh. on a jet ski? 
No, Tim, I've never Tim, even been go. near a jet ski. Oh, let's go, let's no. go to Tahoe and let's get on jet skis. Come on. It's, mean, you say the word. You say the word next weekend. Let's do it. Tim, it's as fun as you think it's going to be. It it's, yeah. It is truly as fun. It's very easy. You have to, you only have to know a very limited amount to make sure you don't kill yourself on this thing. And if you smoke cigarettes, it's awesome. Cause you can just light up a cigarette, have it hang out of your mouth, wear some cool sunglasses and just <laughs> let the fucking wind hit your face. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Also, okay. if and on if that note, if ladies so... and gentlemen, let me remind you of something else that's beautiful. It's patreon.com slash Kanye funny that, of course, makes the show go. It keeps the lights and the mics on. You can go there right now to be part of future episodes of the kind of funny podcast. You can go there right now so you could get the show ad free. You can get the exclusive post show we do. And of course, you could get a bevy of other benefits for all the other kind of funny programs. But for right now, it's focusing on that thing where I said you'd get the ad show ad free. And let since you're not watching it on patreon.com slash kind of funny, here are some ads. This show is brought to you by MeUndies. You know how when you're in a nerve-wracking situation and people say, imagine everyone in their underwear to make yourself feel comfortable. As if imagining a room full of strangers down to their skivvies is what makes us feel comfy. MeUndies believes comfort does not start with imagining, but instead it starts with actual comfort. MeUndies designs limited edition prints all the time so you can express yourself every single day. Building your undie collection and picking out which lucky pair gets to meet your butt for the day has never been so fun. Choose prints with corgis, chicken nuggets, your zodiac sign, goofy puns, and more. MeUndies also releases collabs with some pretty big names like the Rolling Stones and Space Jam, A New Legacy. But you have to grab them fast because once they're gone, they're gone for good. Kind of funny loves MeUndies. You've heard the boys talk about them for years. They're comfort with good designs that make your friends jealous. To get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash morning. That's MeUndies.com slash morning. We're also brought to you by Faraday Brand. Can it be? It's finally summer, and we're actually going to have a real summer this year. So naturally, we've started thinking about looking good after a year and some change, because we're going places. This summer is what Kind of Funny is calling Hot Boy Summer. You saw the jean jacket, you see the haircut, we're doing it big this summer. And that's where Faraday comes in. They make the perfect clothes for the summer. Tim Geddes is the most stylish person I know, and he even loves Faraday Brand clothing. And they're so confident in the quality of their stuff, they have a lifetime guarantee of quality. They'll replace or fix your clothes forever, no matter what. And to top it all off, Faraday is giving our listeners 20% off. That's right, 20% off. So stock up on all of your clothes for summer now. Head to FaradayBrand.com and use code MORNING at checkout to snack 20% off all your summer gear. That's code MORNING at Faraday. That is F-A-H-E-R-T-Y brand.com for 20% off. Last but not least, we're brought to you by Upstart. If you're carrying a credit balance month after month, it can feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of debt. Upstart can help you make that final payment so you can get ahead. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your credit card debt with a personal loan all online. Upstart knows you're more than just your credit score and is expanding access to affordable credit. Upstart considers your income and current employment to find you a smarter rate for your loan. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. You can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash KFMB. That is upstart.com slash KFMB. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash KFMB. All right, back there. Back to you. Back to you. The best part about watercrafts, like, like jet skis, Tim, 
is that it's completely acceptable to wear a rash guard and a lot. We have to wear a life vest. You can also wear a rash guard. So if you're worried at all about showing off your upper body to people, you don't have to worry about it. You to hell with it. Covered. And you look sick too. You with the like, neon life jacket. Sick. Dude, yeah. I need a neon <laughs> life jacket. That sounds fantastic. Oh, man. So, Bolin, uh, again, I know we've gone all over this story, but back to the beginning, you talked about March to the Top, right? You talked about this crazy thing you did. Was it as soon as that ended, you started planning this? Because, I, it, you know, I'm sure it's the same way for you. Like, we're all so busy running our own companies, being parts of our own communities, yeah. making all this content, playing games that, you know, I, when I heard about this, thought it was you guys one day being like, you want to, like an idea that came up organically and then you climbed to the car. I didn't yeah. realize there was so much that had gone into it. Yeah, yeah. So it was a lot. I think, I think on April 14th, I put in our Discord, I said, driving stream where miles equal or subs equals miles. I think I, I put that in the discord. It was like three o'clock in the morning on April 14th, like, which is when all the ideas come. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, um, but yeah, it was, it was a lot. And w what I didn't realize whenever we're planning it is like Grayson and I, we're, we're live for 14 hours a day, right? Chase is running the boards 14 hours a day. Wes is on standby 14 hours a day. Chelsea is planning organic G1 meetups that may or may not happen 14 hours a day. And we have every single morning, Grace and I, I mean, that was all planned. What Wes was going to play was kind of planned. The route was planned. But it's like even even collabs like Tim, it was like, OK, well, I'll text you in a few days if we make it to you yeah <laughs> coordinating was was complicated for that i mean but like that's just how that goes but like yeah. we just luckily it is the type of thing i'm just like, yeah, just hit us up and we'll see where we're at and it yeah. worked out perfectly it ended up being a, a dinner time like thing but as you were talking to me like the day before you're like okay so i'm in la and we're gonna leave la we're gonna hang out with bruce gonna have lunch and then we're gonna like come up to you and then we'll have dinner with you guys i'm like you don't understand how la works like california yeah. is not what you think it is la and san francisco are six hours apart like, yeah. they are not like you can do it as fast as possible four hours with some change right but yeah. like you shouldn't be doing that so i was like hey yeah. bro this ain't gonna happen and yeah. somehow you made it all work. let me let me tell you about highway interstate five that is the worst highway in america from LA the to five, San Francisco. Five. Yeah, the five. You, these dumb motherfuckers, okay? Nobody, I drove for six hours on this road. Everybody was just driving in the passing lane. Every, for, for, I, I complained about it while we were driving. I was just streaming. I was like, look at this dumb motherfucker who's just driving 40 <laughs> in the passing lane. The entirety of, of whatever five was from L.A. to San Fran, it was nothing but these a-holes that would not get out of the passing lane. I was like, this is the worst highway in America until we got to Florida. Um <laughs> Um, always Florida. I, I yeah. feel like we missed our calling with you because you know I, this whole show obviously is going to be about your, your incredible journey but we have been punting over and over again uh, a topic from kyle over on patreon.com slash kind of funny which was kind of funny should rank the states you might have to come back because i feel like you have there's going to be a lot of states we're all like i don't know i don't know anything about that state so middle to bottom <laughs> i feel like oh. you're going to be like i'm here to air grievances and take down states no, like Flor florida is the dumbest state in the country there's no doubt about it i can tell you that 
uh, period. I feel what like the news has told all of us that as well. No yeah. offense to anybody who's in Florida, but you know you're surrounded by a bunch of morons. Yeah. Them. yeah. Everybody that's not working at the theme parks doesn't want to live in Florida. I promise. Uh, they don't want to be there. Uh, <laughs> everyone's just sad. Um, Salt Lake City was the weirdest vibes. As soon as we got to Salt Lake, I just felt like a bad mojo. I saw my first anti-vaxxer there uh, with his sign protesting and stuff. Everybody was really rude. Bad energy. Bad energy in Salt Lake City. Um, let's see. And then Myrtle Omaha. Beach, no good. Yeah, Myrtle Beach was trash. Omaha was a, a nice surprise. A young, young city. Omaha, yeah. Nebraska. Okay. 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 Omaha is okay. Uh, Chicago. The, the, the world does not tell you that Chicago is, is, is massive. The world does not tell you this. Oh, yeah. I thought yeah, Chicago. There's a, there's a weird thing that until I went there. Because nobody ever talks about Chicago, right? You always hear like yeah. New York, you hear LA. And then I go to Chicago and I, I, I call Greg because he's not in this for this, this story. He's not. Ring a ding ding. Ring a ding ding. Hello. Hey, Greg, it's, it's, it's your friend Nick. Hey, Nick. Oh, I, you're going to Chicago this weekend, right? Yeah. I was, I was, I'm actually here right now and I got, a, I got a little bit of a bone to pick with you, Sarah. A little, sure. little tiny wishbone. Nobody told me how cool Chicago was. Why are you guys trying to keep this town a secret? What do you have to hide? Well, you know, Chicago founded on the shoulders of blue collar workers. You know, we're not we're not very boastful. All right. We're over here in the Midwest. We're getting things done. We got some good food. We got some good hangs. We got some good weather, a lot of bad weather, some good weather, though, some good sights, some good sounds, some good smells, some good people. You know what I mean? And we're not one of these cities like fucking New York who has to beat it into the greatest city in the world. Why? Because everybody comes there and you got a big billboard that lights up. You know what I mean? Get out of here. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Cool. Thanks, Greg. Bye. Take out a portillo for me. I already hung up. Oh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I could I could rank that. I could rank the cities for you. Florida has the worst traffic and the worst highways in America. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's about I've, Florida is just crappy. Man. I've only been to Florida, I think one time, twice, maybe maybe one time. Yeah, it's one time. I went to Saint uh, Saint Pete's, Florida. That's a place, right? Saint Petersburg. No? Yeah. Saint Pete. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, it felt like a town where literally anything can happen. Yeah, I, yeah. I, you know what I mean. Like you yeah. got like if you come to San Francisco, you walk out, you walk down the street. You're like, I this I can't do everything here. This this is a town that's that's got rules, right? There's there's yeah. like what is and is not acceptable in San Francisco. You go to Florida though, and it does feel like all bets are off. You can do whatever you want. You want to shoot firecrackers at a building? Go for it. Why not? It's yeah. fucking Florida, right? And yeah. There's a special magic to that. I don't know if it's good or bad. I think it's I magic. think I think that's why New York is. The way it is, because New York's like that, and there are pockets of Los Angeles that are like that. In to, in in touring, it was like you go you go to Hollywood Boulevard. It's like any anything can happen here. Nobody gives nobody gives right. shit. You go. We walked around New York for like eight hours, um, and it was like it was like yeah, anything could happen here, and nobody would bat an eye. Um, oh. uh, but I think ultimately, like I, I would have to say, California is probably the best state in the country. Uh, you've got desert. You've got like Tahoe was another universe. You got to understand, like I'm from Dallas. I'm from, I'm from, I'm from a town of 4,300 people. Um, you know, and like, I've never seen anything like Tahoe in my life. And even like seeing San Francisco, um, like San Francisco is incredible. California. I'm fascinated with Los Angeles. I don't, I don't hate it. Like people do got great weather, diverse communities, uh, all all the food you could possibly want just traffic kind of sucks but um but california was was absolutely the limit there was um i wanted to talk about this real quick uh Please. you were like you were like 
the drive from LA or San, LA to San Fran is like six hours. I cannot tell you how weird it was to be in LA and to be like, this is my car. <laughs> yeah, that's always this is, weird. This is, this, is, yes. this is my car. Um, that would be weird. That would be and really then, weird. Yeah, and then it's like, it's like I have to take this fucker back. Uh, yeah, you got a long drive. Um, were you but, were you surprised? You went you went from L.A. to S.F. or vice versa? L.A. to S.F. Yeah. L.A. to S.F. Did you how? What did you think of the middle part of our fine state here? Just like the rolling hills, they look like Windows XP backgrounds, kind of stinky. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's very um, stinky. Yeah, it's very stinky um, in the middle of our state. But um, those mountains overcoming whenever you go into San Jose is that's just magic, man. Cool, right? yeah. where, where do you? What are you talking did about? You, did, did you stop? You didn't stop at all in Big Sur, right? I don't even know what that is. Uh, that would have been the one place I would have said just you, you would have had to take him the one instead of the five. Or the oh, one. yeah. Um, but Big Sur is the most magical, weird place in any place of any place I've ever been. It yeah. is you are literally feel like you're in the mountains and then you go down a little hill and you're at the beach. It's strange, oh, yeah, yeah. And it's beautiful. It's unbelievably beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those. But if you if you're ever back driving on the coast of California, <laughs> if you ever drive the country again, well, if you ever like, if you fly in or whatever, you want to go so, someplace. Big Sur is wonderful. Yeah. So, like, did you regret it at like, multiple times? Just once? I mean, like, do you feel like because you know Nick joked about it and you joked about it too? Just like the, I got to drive this back. That would be my thing of like this is all fun and games until yeah you get to the you know a coast was, and you're like oh now I got to drive back without it. So whenever we whenever you know the the cost was three subs is a mile you know 700 bits is a mile there came a time once we got to new york it was like after seeing about 120 people we we got to the point to where it's like okay no matter what we're heading south and <laughs> and and it's like these people on the east coast have been watching us for two and a half weeks you know um they've been they've watched us visit with the people they know in the chat and we have we have to go. So we we cut once we got to New York, we cut our price in half to where it was like a sub is a mile and like 350 bits was a mile. And um, you know, it 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 kind of ate some of the cost, but it was like the stream became more important than you you think it's gonna be. So I did I did regret not anticipating the the visitation and like what the camaraderie would be like with the audience. Mm -hmm. Um but as far as like regretting taking the trip, like it sits apart from um, the rest of my life, that 21 days. I mean, imagine, I mean, every single morning you wake up, you think, where am I? How far am I going? And what am I, what am I doing today? Right. That's amazing. It's about as safe as it's about as it's about as dangerous as I would ever want to be with my life. Right. Um, sure. There was still safety because it's like, cool, this is getting funded. We're making a living. I people know where I am. But at the same time, it's like you wake up and you walk outside and you're in a you're in canyons on a lakeside hotel in Colorado being like, what is this Utah? Uh, and then it's like and the biggest issue, it, this is why there won't be any like edited real content out of it either is because like, where do you start? Like, cool. Do I cut? Do I cut eating dinner with Bruce Green and Callie? Do I cut Santa Monica, Santa Monica with eight amazing G1s and me swimming with them in the beach? Do I cut Snow Mike Mike dragging me around? Do I cut dinner with 
kind of funny. And this is four days in a fucking row. Like, do I cut us almost running out of gas in the Nevada desert? Like, we like there was a section in Nevada where we were like, let's get gas. Oh, there's a gas station five miles away that was behind us. We were in the Nevada desert and we yeah. had to roll because we almost ran out of gas. And this was live. So like, OK, that's awesome content. OK, cool. We're in the salt. Flat. <laughs> that's awesome content. That's almost dying like, in the desert. Yeah. It's like, OK, cool. We almost had to walk 17 miles in the desert. It's like, OK, cool. Now we're in the salt flats. Cool. My truck's breaking down. That would be interesting content in Salt Lake City. My check in lights on. And then it's like you get to Denver and you're meeting like seven other people in Denver were best friends that that had hardly knew us. It's like, cool, that's awesome content. And it's every single day. I like it's it was it's almost frustrating that like there's a there's there's that part of me that when we were making the content, I, I guess it's kind of self, but I just kept thinking. I just kept thinking, why are we not famous? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know if that's entitlement or not, but it's like, I, I think it is entitlement a little bit, but it's like, how has this not gone viral? And that's, that's the kind of content you want to try to create at all times, right? How has, how has this not, if this doesn't, and by the end of the trip, I really was, I kind of, what we do, like you release dopamine and shit every single day. You get support, dopamine. Friendly chat, dopamine, good comments, dopamine. I crashed the next day when we got back from dopamine because I was so full of memories and like oh, yeah. reinforcement that what we were doing was so amazing that I was like, I, 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 was, I was legit like, okay, cool. We just lapped the country and I couldn't get the world to watch it. And like, I felt like I almost like shut down the next day. And I was like, I don't have like, Besides the office build and like the entire kind of shifts we're going to go through in the fall, I don't have anything in my imagination bigger than doing a 7,500 mile three day or three week road trip where we meet our audience. And so like, I guess going back to your regret thing, like there was like this, it was like a, like a mini depression the next sure. day because I was well, kind of crashing. Yeah. If I can, for two things, number one on your dopamine crash here, I can't imagine it. I've talked at, uh, at length in the years, you know, over the years of like that feeling after kind of funny live, that feeling after uh, going to a PAX right. and having an amazing show where you go back to work or whatever the real thing is. And obviously we all love our jobs, but there is that thing of like, oh man, I miss the con. I miss the camaraderie. I miss being around the yeah. fans. I miss being there with the best friends. I miss like you're all together and it's, it's as always, right? Like, in the moment, you know it's something special, but then looking back, like, holy shit, like, kind of funny problem was a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Kind of funny life. Three has happened three times, but it's different every time, and it is a different feeling every time. You can and you have that, like, that hangover for something that's, you know, for us, three days or a weekend or whatever. Now you're talking about three weeks on the road. Three, you know, hundreds of people met all these different experiences. Holy fucking shit. Yeah, the aftermath of that. I'm trying to deal yeah. with that. It was and real quick. I want a soapbox moment because there's never a good time for me to do this on Twitter. So I'll do it here on this show because whatever always happens is I see people uh, dunking on quote tweeting angry about a shitty take on Twitter and then cycling that thing around. And plenty of people have done the whole like, hey, don't give this more attention. Don't give this more thing. This is what the person wants when this kind of thing happens. I'd like to go a step further and remind everybody that 
yes, that is 100% true. That when you share it as somebody who's usually it's somebody being like, I don't fucking gamers, what a bunch of losers. And everybody's like, wow, wait a second, gamers aren't losers. I want to fucking share this and rage against yada, yada, yada. What always breaks my heart about everybody sharing that and that being the gaming discourse of the day is that there are hundreds of your friends and your content creators you love that would kill to have you retweet their stuff that you love. It's the it's the old argument I always talk about, right? Of the oh man, when I deleted the tweet about the office being bad, right? And it was like I'm doing what I hate. I understand that negativity is what fuels internet comments so many times, and it's so much easier to be like I'm angry about this today, and I want the world to know. You need to tell the world about things you love, and you need to share that more readily, right? And that's the thing of what you're talking about, Bolin. Of like you guys did something amazing, and yeah. I watched it and I shared it the best I could, but I should have done more. And it's that same thing a lot yeah. of people could have. It's hard because I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be like, why not us? It's just like I, I. It's I'm trying to communicate more from like a creative side where it's like, man, like what does it take to get to? What does it take to well, break? You know, it's what interesting. I mean? It's interesting because you 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 started the podcast by talking about like where you envisioned yourself when you were forty. And saying that, I, I know I, I can't remember how you phrase it, but it was the point where like you get a little bit of a, I guess, come up for a breath of you know some, some fresh air and feel like you don't have to necessarily grind. And is that is that correct? And sort of me remembering that from an hour and a half ago. Yeah, no, yeah. no. I think I I was it was you know with you know I didn't see my wife for twenty one days, but yeah. it was it was hey this this can be great now, and ultimately we just want to make livings as live it's as content creators. Towards something. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. what what. I, me and the guys, like, we look at it like this. Let's be as creative as possible, have as much fun as we can, and maybe someday somebody will see what we're doing, mm-hmm. and we can have, we can have, uh, we can, we can have a financial situation to where it's like we could, we could stop streaming whenever we wanted. You know, we could do this for ten. You want to be basically, yeah. So, I mean, the yeah. idea being like, hey, you want to be kind of set and not necessarily yeah. have to work, but you get to work on the projects that you want. Exactly. Do. And and I'm not saying that like this is what we do is work, but it is yeah. fun and it is in- infinitely, you know, amazing. But like, you know, ultimately we want to enjoy life. And I will say, I will say, I, so to, if I can interrupt you there, you're fine. So I just wanted to make sure I had that point correct before I, I uh, made my point. I thought exactly the same way all throughout my 20s and all throughout my 30s. It wasn't until I hit 40 where, as some people call it a midlife crisis, uh, other people other people call it- <laughs> Is that person uh, your wife? <laughs> uh, no, my therapist, actually. Okay. was one of the okay. was like, I think they call that a midlife crisis. You get to a point where, you, like, I, because I used to think, oh, my God, we're going we're gonna to hit it big, and then I won't have to work. I'll just get to work. And I'm not saying that you guys can't hit that. Obviously, you guys, you're, you're doing amazing stuff, and, and, and maybe that will happen. But what I would say is like the one thing I've learned is it's always going to be a grind. And so you have to carve out that time right now. You have to carve out time to really appreciate what you have and live in the moment. Because if you spend too much time planning for that day to come, you will you might hit 41 and still be grinding every day and having fun yeah. with your friends and still building a business. But I don't feel like the momentum, I don't feel like I'm at a place or that where I could stop the momentum in my life. I still feel like we have to, we're still building something. And it's just, you know, 
like I'm enjoying the shit out of this podcast. This is one of the, I mean, I took a set second when you guys were talking. I was like, this is a fucking fun podcast. I'm having a good time. Yeah. And you have to do that every once in a while. So just that's my little pearl of wisdom for a person who you want to talk about being tired after 21 days. I take a nap after every fucking podcast at this yeah. point. I, I mean, wanna, I want to jump in there real quick. And like just adding uh, on to what Nick's saying is like hearing you, knowing what you did with this drive, how small your team is, how much work you had to put in, both you uh, and Grace and driving, and then the team back home, like streaming, which like, you know, think about the reality of that. That was Wes sitting there, never knowing when he was going to get called to. Like, yeah. if, if he they had the just hardest randomly, job. He was just there, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, it's go time, and he had to be, like, on for yeah. a ridiculous amount of hours. Like, the three of us know so well how hard it is to be on and then be off and then be get on another show. The energy is just off. Imagining doing that 13 hours a day for 21 days when it's just minute by minute, hour by hour, you never really know. Like that is so rough. And so it's like earlier, Greg was talking about our 12 hour streams that kind of used to be 24 hour streams. Yeah. The reason they're not 24 hour streams anymore is like we had to look at ourselves and be like, we're going to die. How do we make the best content possible? How do we have as much fun as possible? How do we give the audience as much of what they want, but still be realistic and still understand that like, we are human beings and we can only push ourselves so far. And like, I, I love that we're always checking in on each other. Just like, Hey, we need to go as hard as possible, but that needs to have some type of restrictions. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life at all, but yeah. bullet, how many times have I told you, like called you up and like, have you thought this through? Like, have yeah. you thought what this is going <laughs> to no, I mean, do to yourself? No, no, like, I mean, we, I mean, yeah, I mean, it is, it is hard. Um, you know, I think about that as a boss too. Like, am I, am I fucking these guys up? Like, you know, cause I want it. I have, I have, you know, the, the way we look at our content, the way we look at our business, like I own the business, but like they have stake, you know what I mean? Like they, they're building, they're building their personal brand. They're building who they are. And you know, the, the idea of this, like, I want all these guys to have houses and cars someday. Right. (laughs) And and like, and like be, be happy and content and have a life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Exactly. And, but it is, but it is like, we, we are very clear in our communication in like, are you good to do that? We took a week off as soon as the trip ended. Like we, yeah. we just, we just took the whole week off. Right. Um, to kind of recoup. So we did have, we did have, you know, uh, like a, like a nine day period, but, um, you know, when we're doing March to the top, when we're doing, um, persona five marathon, it's like, Yes, this is this is hard. This is crazy. We sh- we sh- it's unhealthy to be doing this. Like period. Are we good, you know? Are we good to do it? And then but that's that's why we don't do this all the time, right? There was yeah. a yeah, I there's mean, a break and stuff. But it is it is dangerous and that's that that is the danger of how we stream on Twitch, but it's what we have to do. I would I would love to set up a Patreon and it just hit what our monthly revenue goals are on our Twitch channel. I would, I would love to do that. We, we're, we're just not big enough. Um, we need to grow. We need to brand better. We need to hire more, which we can't really afford to do right now with all the office stuff. So with Twitch, it's every single day, again, based on hope. Hey, I hope, I hope you know, we hit our goals today. And we've monetized the more money we make the longer we stream right that's Mm -hmm. that's where i was just talking to chelsea today like that's the hole in the business model it's a business model that is great and has gotten us to where we are and made us last for four years and grown our team and we're getting a new facility and stuff 
But in the fall, whenever we move to our new office, we are going to shift how we incentivize our audience and how we how we stream. And you know, our health bar that we have that we kill with donations that allows us that makes us stream longer. That may be on the chopping block. You know what I mean? It's just, but the the time to do it is when we move and just kind of redraw some lines. And we will take another approach to how we do things and try to try to chill out and make these try try to try to get these as like bigger events and the bigger events that are like events rather than mm. crazy streams all the time and then yeah. big events to try to hit well, that, that I mean, kind of it, it's hard right because you have to strike a balance like what we do is not it, 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 what you would think of of like a traditional job we do it because it's creative we do it because you can do stuff like you're talking about you can take 21 days and go and go do some, some yeah. stuff we can do 24 hour streams um that are super fun i mean the, and the 24 hour streams were a blast I'll, I'll never forget one of the first ones we did i think mine the first one me and greg trying to figure out the ghostbusters game that had no right to be as complicated as it was it was well, so 23 complicated hours trying to learn 23 uh, hours away trying to learn how to play this like, brand new board and i'm like game. I, it sounds like we're telling ghost <laughs> stories to each other like greg, i don't think we're gonna pull this one out but after a couple of years, you do have to strike that balance too between like you know just having that balance in life and i think that's incredibly important because I, I, it sounds weird, but one of the people that that really kind of helped me realize that was my wife. She was like, you know, the more balance you have, the better the content will be. You know, yeah. if you're always yeah. driving yourself forward all the time, at a certain point, you're going to start throwing crap at a wall. It's just not going to be. And and we've all been there. I mean, we've I've I've been there in the past month where I'm like, I burned it too hard, and I'm throw I'm I'm giving people nothing, and that's why I feel bad for like mm -hmm. the guys on the podcast because I'm like. I got to at least hold up a quarter of this thing, right? I mean, I, I want to be here. I want to have the energy for it. And so you just have Absolutely. to you gotta be aware of that. You know, it's important to, to have a little time yeah. for yourself. Yeah. And I mean, you just got to, I mean, for, for us, it's just, you know, it, it can be as simple as telling your audience like, hey, we're fucking ourselves up. Yeah. We need your support. Yeah. But we're, I mean, I mean, I know G1s are going to watch this, but ultimately when you get to the new office, it's going it, to, there is going to be a point where it's like, hey, we're going to stream less, but we still need to make the same amount of money <laughs> or else we're going to yeah. hurt ourselves, you know, sure. yeah. but we will. But when we are live, we're going to give you everything we have. And like, it's transparency with that. And Nick, you sound you sound like my wife, Chelsea, like you're 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 awesome. Like, I think you're absolutely right. It's just it's just hard. You know, you yeah, want, I know you, it's just crazy. You want to be I mean, successful this... and you're sprinting at all times. It's, so wait, it's now it's that trade-off of, of running your own business as well. Yeah. So yeah. jumping off of this very serious and, uh, you know, on, honest conversation about how we all run our businesses and how you do yours as well. Yeah. Talk to me about when you're on the trip and you know, something's wrong with your health. Oh you my God. Score during, oh, so right. We haven't even talked about yours. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This will be a great, I don't know when your out time is, but this is the perfect way to end this, right? We worry about your out time, but yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, no, no, no. This is a great way to end it. We'll end it here. Sure. We'll ride no, off. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I, I've got nothing to do right now. Um, here's the, Chelsea in the room, like, please come <laughs> hang out with me. <laughs> no, we've been watching Dr. Death with Joshua Jackson. You've seen this shit on Peacock? No. Oh, no, my good? God. Good? Oh, yeah. It's got Christian Slater and Alec Baldwin. It's good okay. stuff. Oh, my wife watch. watched it. Go one watch. of those, my, I walked in, I saw my wife watching this. I was like, <laughs> kind of looked at her. She's like, no, I'm, I'm finishing it. You're not, we're not catching you up. You're not, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll go finish that with her, anyways. Um, so we, we get past Myrtle Beach and and um we're on the way to florida and i'm like god damn i gotta fucking 
pissed. And, <laughs> and uh, so I pee and it's like, oh, okay, that definitely feels like a, a UTI, urinary tract infection. I probably got it from that son of a bitch uh, water at Myrtle Beach. Fucking yeah, Myrtle probably. Beach. Yeah. Yep. Or sitting for 21 days or not thing. drinking enough water. Yeah. Or. Mm -hmm. are all checking out. Or sweating a lot by walking around New York City for eight miles, or walking around Washington D.C. at night and getting swamp ass. Anything could have gone up my piss hole, and now it's here to stay. Okay, so I get to the hotel, and um, Tim, do you not like piss holes? I know you don't call your, <laughs> you not call your piss hole. Big fan of rat fuck, not such a big fan of piss hole. <laughs> okay, got it. Okay. Got it. Good okay. to know. So I get to the I get to the hotel in Orlando, and. I'm like, man, I feel like I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm like shivering and shaking and it, it, it doesn't hurt to pee, but every time I piss, it's a lot of urine and it's kind of achy and kind of burny. And, um, I want to shout out to the guy in Orlando at the hotel. His name was Bruce and he gets there and he's like, what's up, Brody. And I'm like, Oh, where's the bathroom? I'm gonna die. <laughs> like, Not much. Oh, I gotta piss real bad. And he's like, he's like, oh, so he's like, oh, it's around the corner. Go have fun. Hope you're doing well. And I'm like, thanks, dude. He's like, he's like, um, oh god damn it. What did he say? It's the fucking catchphrase. Um He goes, for sure with the high school. Uh God damn. Oh no! I gotta uh... I, I know. I know, I know. Hang on, hang on. I got it. Okay, okay. I've got it. I'm, I'm calling. Don't worry about it. It's coming Don't, in a second, guys. Uh, it's coming. It's coming. I'm doing it right Getting now. Right there. Doing it right now. I told you the game attack is just like kind of funny. There's no yeah. difference at all. Phone Zero calls are being made. What right did now. Bruce say with the high score at the at the damn hotel? Okay, I got it. Thank you. <laughs> okay, okay. He go, he go. I mean, he's like, bathrooms around the left, Brody, and I'm like, thanks, dude. He goes, ten four with the high score. That's fucking great. Bruce. <laughs> That's fucking sick. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna die. So, um, I go and I'm at the, I go up to the hospital. I do the MD stuff, and I'm like, okay, cool. Um, we have a meetup at Disney with like twelve G ones at six o'clock. It's four thirty, and I'm dying in the hotel room. And I'm shivering. I'm like shaking. My teeth are chattering and stuff. I'm kind of going into shock. Go to urgent care. They're playing Dennis the Menace with Christopher Lloyd, and they're blasting it in the lobby. Naturally, it's, it just fucking the way to go. Talk. I'm like, I'm dying. Sounds and, like hell. And Christopher Lloyd is just like, <laughs> like screaming while this kid's torturing him <laughs> in the hotel or in the urgent care. I go in there, and they're like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "I got a UTI. I've had these before." I'm a gamer. I don't drink water. I've had UTIs before. Um, and so they test my pee pee and they're like, your pee is so fucking perfect. Cause I've been drinking. I've had like two jugs of Pedialyte and stuff. Cause yeah, when I, I woke up, out. yeah, I was yeah. like, okay, I'll just pee it on. He's like, your pee's great. Your pee's fucking great, Brody. Um, and my, my pee's like clear and stuff. And he's like, here's some steroids. Get out of here. Yeah, and, Good. So I take the steroids. Thanks. I go back to the hotel. Um, oh, Dennis I, the Menace song, because you got to see the end. Got to see how this ends. I was just wrapping up. And I just go to the meetup, and I just, like, deal with, like, insurmountable pain oh, God, while I'm hanging terrible. out with, like, 14 people. And I'm in... 
and there the hospital the urgent care is like the one thing it isn't is a uti i swear to god you're just dehydrated and exhausted me who's walked 12 miles and then driven 12 hours and then walked eight hours and driven 12 miles like you know what i've been on the road for 20 days i could be a little tired mm -hmm. and so i believe him okay so they didn't give you any antibiotics for this. they gave no they just gave me steroids my pee was clear there's no uti no uti can't, okay impossible this can't possibly be yeah yeah so the next day we uh, uh we go to orlando and stuff and um uh, okay so two days go by, okay? And then we get to Louisiana, and we're at the gas station in Louisiana, and I'm like, cool. The pain is worse than ever. Mm -hmm. It's my back hurts. Oh, my, my, yeah, my, my back hurts. Good. My pubic mound is pushed out and swollen. Um, big fan, big fan of the pubic mound. Okay, between my on the board, bullet. Between my belly button and and like the crease of my thigh and pubic mound are, are like aching. It hurts so bad. Okay, and I'm like, I've got to be constipated. I've got to be. I've got to be constipated. Ask me why I think you think I was constipated. Uh, Sean Bowen from Game Attack. Why do you think you're constipated? Because in Salt Lake City, Grayson and I defeated a two foot sub sandwich in a contest and i'll be honest i did not give that two i'm talking two feet we're talking it's big. two foot long it's big yeah. it's, okay. it's big for everyone and, understand that voice. and um we slayed it grace and i crushed it i did mine with oh, we had to do it good. was it like a bmt or something because i fucking love something no it was turkey and okay. and lettuce and tomato and i we had to eat it in 30 minutes grayson did his in like 12 i did mine in 29 minutes and 40 seconds i had 20 seconds left see my sandwich i finished it that sandwich did not get the shit it deserved okay so you I was, was it one of those you're like i eat so much and you know that you're expecting the next day to be almost like a, a delightful struggle yeah. But instead, it's like a, <laughs> a couple pebbles and just a, in that sound of like, uh-uh, I'm not ready I would, to come out I yet. would say a bunch of squiggly lines. Oh, um, that's the worst. <laughs> okay. That is the okay. worst. When it's it, Play-Doh and you're like, oh, yeah. no, it's still in there. And I was like, and I was like, so I'm sitting at the gas station. I'm like, okay, first off, I haven't given that sandwich the shit it deserves. Also, that was nine days ago? Yeah. Uh -huh. I've got to be... I've got to be compacted as a motherfucker. Like, sure. <laughs> that, that is a brick sitting in my stomach. Oh. So, so we get to the hotel. Okay. I'm, I'm like, wait, wait, I'm sorry. Okay. What's up? You hadn't had like a real decent shit in nine days that were mirrored. They were, I, I had shit, but like, but I had a, not a real shit. My bowel is genuine, genuinely light brown, smooth, long, okay. slightly Oof. firm. I have great, like, people Movement. get mad at DMs. me. Cause I'm like, I gotta take a shit. And then they like start to read a book and I'm back in like two seconds. They get mad. <laughs> They're uh, mad at you about yeah. it. They're <laughs> furious about it. I'm, I'm a one wipe Sally. Okay? okay. I don't, I don't need That's to walk. Impressive. Okay. Impressive. I use one sheet at a time. I don't even <laughs> anyways, not really. Um, so I get to the hotel, I take two laxatives and I wait. And again, um, oh, dear God. Okay, I, I take some X-Lex and I wait. And I'm like, okay, nothing's happening. This must be, I must be, I must have such hard shit in my belly right now that the laxatives aren't breaking it up.
I gotta take it up. I gotta take the next step, Nick. Okay. I gotta take the next step, okay? So I'm like, okay, gotta find a Walgreens or some shit, because I gotta get I gotta get a suppository. If you don't know a suppository is a piece of wax you put in your butthole Mm -hmm. and it lubes it up and Mm -hmm. then the bowels just kind of spill out of you and it's very nice. Okay. So I drive around. Very nice. nice. (laughs) There's no there's no there's no 24 Walgreens in this area. I had, to, I had to drive an extra 10 minutes, but on the way to the Walgreens, I pass an ER. So while I'm passing it is I'm like, I'm about to go put a lot of st- shit in my butt, and if it doesn't work, I'm going to come back for you. Okay? So I drive past the ER, go to Walgreens. I get, two, I get an, a box of six enemas and a, and a suppository four-pack. Okay? I go back to the hotel, and it's like, it's like saw. You know? I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, okay. Because... If, if two X-lax aren't doing anything, I'm trying to shit and nothing's coming out. It's like, okay, I've got it. Like, something bad's happening here. It must be rock solid. And I'm just thinking about the two-foot sandwich mm. the, from the nine days ago. You can't, you can't forget. Yeah. And so first I do the suppository. I put it in there. I lay down on the bed for 20 minutes. My stomach is killing me. I'm dying. Um, probably, like, one of the worst pains of my entire life. And then I go, I go to the restroom. I poop out the suppository wax and a little bit uh, like brown little nuggets. Nothing. Not, it looks like goat poop. It's not even, not even worth it, insulting, right? Sure. It's an insulting amount. And so I'm looking at the enema box and it's like, dun 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 And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. It's, it's enema time. Okay. And so Grayson's asleep because it's, it's two o'clock in the morning, by the way. I got to get up at eight for our meetup at IHOP the next morning. Oh, As one does. God. Okay. Oh, and a, and a 14 hour drive back to, back to Dallas. Um, so, so I get in the bathtub and I put, I put, I get knees on the bathtub and I lean over the edge of the bathtub, ass up, elbows down. And I, and I, dude, they say you, you put the bottle in there. It's like a nozzle like that big. You put the bottle in there and you squeeze. Damn, this bottle did not want to let the liquid go. I was I like, oh, and I got, look at that fist. Look at that fist I was putting on that. Sure, sure. I, and I filled myself up, okay? I stand, you have to, you have to. You're there, you're trying to do this, yeah. I, I cannot I, believe this story didn't end with Grayson being woken up and having to help you have it. In. <laughs> <laughs> that but, sounds like such a kind of funny situation where next, Nick, the, Nick Knox is like, Tim, I'm so sorry, but I need you right now. I would do it for you, I, Nick. I want you to know. I, I appreciate that, man. Uh, Grayson, I don't know. I don't. Grayson said, I woke Grayson up the next morning. I asked Grayson. Grayson was like, I would have done that for you 100%. Aww. I would have done it for you 100%. But, so I'm Wait, in the best of content. Okay. I stand up full of enema and I'm like, oh, and so I immediately go and I take a shit and it's, and I look and it's like nothing but what I just put in my yeah. butt. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In a sure. panic. I just do another one right there on the toilet. Jesus Christ. Boy. In a panic. In a, I've, been I'm like, I've been there. You're like, I can fix like, this. I can fix Cause it's this. like, okay. Okay, enema not working. Okay, I'll try it again. I enema. I'm right there on the toilet. Reach up between my legs, you know, and I'm just and I'm just fruit gushering myself. And I get it up there, another full bottle, throw it in the trash, and I sit. And I'm like, okay, maybe it needs to work its way up and loosen this brick in my bowels. You know, maybe I didn't get the first one enough time. And so I sit there for about 15 minutes until my butt's just like 
oh fuck you and then it just goes right yeah and then i'm like oh oh no nothing but more water yeah yeah, it's and it is clear water i'm empty there there's nothing coming if if there is poop in my it is it is dead locked yeah it's (laughs) high up there it is dead locked right okay so i'm like okay cool i got two more suppositories left one more suppository and we lay on the bed i wake up grace and i say hey if I don't, if I don't shit in about by two thirty, I'm going to the ER. <laughs> so I do He's another. Like, all squat. right, thanks. Yeah, and he goes back to bed. <laughs> goes back to bed, and um, again, all the while, like my stomach is, it is critical. Like I am, I'm almost like crying in pain. It is, it is. Yeah, this is funny now, but not at the time, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. This is like I'm like, oh my god, am I gonna die? Is this bad? Um, so I do another suppository. I go poopy. Nothing happens. I go to the ER. By the way, the the Florida ER full of COVID yeah. patients at two Fantastic. in the morning. Yeah, not not even, like the doctor's like, "Have you had your vaccines?" And I'm like, "Yes." He's like, "Thank God." Um, <laughs> th- no, this is Louisiana, not Florida. Excuse me. Might have no, been Louisiana's Alabama. having a real bad time right now. Yeah, and um, he's like, "Good," because we've been filling up and we're in a shitload of trouble. Uh, and I'm like, "Okay, cool, whatever." I go get a CAT scan and I tell this whole fucking story to the doctor and the nurse. And they're just kind of, they're like, oh, interesting. But you can tell they're going to be like, this, this idiot's just got like a bladder infection or something. He's in him in the the dog shit out of himself and just nothing wrong. So we get an MRI. The girl comes back with the test results and she's like, you have a UTI Mm -hmm. and it's bad. There's blood in your urine. I'm like, I'm like, but Florida said she was like, Florida. Florida. Yeah. She was like, Florida is damn wrong. Your white blood cell count in your urine should be like four. Yours is 66. Yeah. That's a lot. It's more than four. Yeah. And yeah. So she goes, it's a pretty gnarly UTI. And she was like, here, take these antibiotics. You're free to go. And I was like, so you mean I've been enemying myself for the past four hours? for no reason and she's like she's like she laughed she was like yeah i was like okay and so at six o'clock in the morning i get back from the er i go to bed i wake up feel great piss a lot a little bit of burning but i'm already better after two hours and then on a half hour and a half of sleep i I drove all the way home after that jesus christ dude now did you poop at all at some point no, no, it still was this day no. still hasn't pooped. Like, yeah. like, like so I'm still in there. Yeah, so so empty. Like, yeah, it was crazy. The next day, I had like a little bit of like the laxative mm-hmm. issue, but it was like there was nothing. That's crazy. Yeah, nothing. Those things, wow. ETIs are fucking they're nothing to screw around with, man. That yeah. is those those can be very dangerous. I want to yeah. say poop stories usually not worth it. This one that was a good poop story. That was that was the best poop story I ever heard. Good I'm job, glad. Bullet. I'm and glad. I'm happy that you're you're healthier than you were in, in your trying times. Yeah. It was just a UTI. I don't know. As you called it, that is a great way to end it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kinda Funny Podcast. Remember, the show's not over. We're going to patreon.com slash kinda funny games for the post show. You should go there too. Of course, you could have watched this entire show live. You can write in to be part of the show. You can get your name right on the show. You can get the show ad-free, and you can get the very post show we're about to go do. However, if you have no bucks to toss our way in the future, it's no big deal. YouTube.com slash kinda funny, roosterteeth.com and podcast services around the globe each and every week twice a week one day andy will come home and be on the show as well uh bowling where can people keep up with you if they're not coming over to hang out for the post show twitch.tv slash game attack also 
I once had 11,100 Twitter followers. I was really excited about it. I started talking about things like social issues and politics that people didn't like hearing about, and I'm down to 10-8, and I cannot break through past 11,000 again. If I could get, like, 100 Twitter followers and you could just validate my emotions, <laughs> that would be amazing. I'm, I'm just craving to see 11,000 again. It just, it just bothers me. Been hovering. Hovering sure, like a mother. We're going to put your Twitter in the, the uh, link to the episode, but if somebody's listening, where can they follow you on Twitter? <laughs> Twitter.com slash Sean Bolin, S-H-A-U-N-B-O-L-E-N. But um, kind of uh, Game Attack, uh, I just want to say on record, we are a much smaller channel than you. You guys, I hope you know the kind of values and inspiration you have on us every single day. I have modeled my personal philosophy as a business owner and content creator around things that you've instilled on me in the past year. And it means a lot that you would have me on this podcast. Oh, I yeah, really, man. really appreciate yeah, it. Man, we appreciate that. That's awesome. You did a great Sean job. Bowen, you're a hell of a person. Don't worry about it. You're welcome here anytime. You know that. And Game Attack deserves your support, everybody. Twitch.tv slash Game Attack or Twitter.com slash Sean Bowen just to get him back to that 11K <laughs> mark. <laughs> For now, we have a post show to do. So if you're not coming with us, remember, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.